Hello and welcome to The Book Album, your place for everything related to reading and language. I'm your host, Mackenzie Gens. Now, bookmark that book and let's begin. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Hallo und herzlich willkommen zu unserem Podcast. Today we are discussing On Writing, a Memoir of the Craft by Stephen King. This is part memoir, as the title suggests, part writing manual, as the title also suggests. It is kind of a hodgepodge or mismatch of everything, and there's a lot of gems in here that I'd like to discuss with you all. Of course, it is not a tradition for us to review memoirs on the show. It's difficult for a reader who is blind to the author's lives, usually, and their interpretations of things, to judge what they have written and or how. That's my personal opinion of it. So we don't often review memoirs. I think how and what a person chooses to tell about their story is up to them and it's up to their jurisdiction. I think memoir is kind of one of those quote-unquote untouchable types of literature. It's really, really hard, at least for me, again. I know there are tons of people who review memoirs and talk about their thoughts and feelings about them and everything, but for me, and for someone who often enjoys writing down various experiences that I have, it's really tough for me to open a memoir on one of these episodes and open it up to critique and to my own thoughts and feelings about someone else's life. There's just a fourth wall there that I don't really want to cross over. Nevertheless, this is a book that, again, mixes a couple genres in the sense that there is a lot of first-person sort of narrative experience that Stephen King offers in this book, so it is in that way very much a memoir. On the other hand, there is tons of writing advice, there's just him talking about writing, and um, I think the craft in the title is such a fitting term for what Stephen King views as writing and the career of writing that he's forged for himself. Uh, and I really, really enjoyed and appreciated this perspective on writing because oftentimes in other literature, we'll hear about writing as something like an art or a means of expression or pure language or something like this, where it's not tangible, right? We're sort of kind of esoterically describing maybe the process or the result of writing, but I think both are encapsulated with this term, the craft. It very much is an artisan craft. It's an artisan way of work. Um, and that's something that I really appreciate about Stephen King's approach in this particular book to writing itself. He talks about the mechanics of writing, he talks about the tools that writers can and should have and how to start to use them, how to practice them. He talks about just the years of experience that he had as a writer, but also just the practice that he got over the years. You know, Carrie was his first big novel, big as in published, bestseller kind of novel. Um, and he talks about the road that he had to take to get to that point. Right? And the barriers and obstacles that sometimes he put up for himself 
later in his career that he had to overcome. And so writing in many ways becomes a device throughout the book and sort of this theme that he revisits and is very central to his life throughout the book. And, you know, it is a book about career in many senses, but it's also a book about life philosophy and how Stephen King approaches his life through his writing. So it's just a really, it's, I stru- it struck me many times as profound. A lot of the things he says really resonate with me in terms of how I view my work, how I view uh, the way to work, like the quote-unquote right way or best way for me to work. Um, and it's also a very personal and a very individualized book and story. So, of course, as Stephen King brings from his wealth of experience as a writer, as a person... Um, It's also a personal journey and not all the things he talks about or he uses will work for everybody. And I think that is um, an important thing to remember here, especially if you all, like myself, are a young writer, is that Stephen King has a very specific genre, a very specific style that he works from. And not all authors are going to work the same way especially if they're working within or around other genres, other lengths of books, other constraints. For example, if you're a single mom and you've got three kids, the way that you write is going to have to be different from the way that Stephen King is able to write. So again, I like his advice. I think there's a lot of points, again, which we'll go through later in the episode, which I have taken to heart and have really helped my experience and my performance writing. And on the other hand, a lot of these things are very individual. I'm sure that the anecdotes that I can bring in from my own personal experience will necessarily change as I get better at writing and as I get more experience with writing. Um, And we'll talk about that, and I don't want to override the episode with my own personal experience, but I think that, especially with books like this, where it's sort of a memoir plus self-help, if you will, there is a lot that the reader brings to the table when the reader uh, reads a book like this. So I'll bring some of my own expertise and experience to the table. I'm obviously a linguist, I'm not a writer, (laughs) but... There are some things that I can lend to an interpretation and a reading of on writing. I wanted to talk about some literature here and some literature comparisons. Um, These definitely came up for me throughout my time reading this book. I've read a lot of guides over the years about writing, about literature, about how to incorporate some of your skills, how to practice them, about art and philosophy. So I have a selection of them here. Some of them I have not read. Some of them I have. I tried to keep it concise so that they were most directly relating to this. Um, Two that I haven't read, there's um, an author called Mary Carr, and she has a ton of memoirs. They're great. Um, The specific memoirs um there's I think there's two that are most known by from her um but I have them on my shelf and I do not I have not read them I'm very sorry um to say but yeah she kind of I've heard her called the founding mother so to speak of memoir um she talks a lot about her past her childhood how that has shaped her writing 
I believe that she had an alcohol addiction. She, she talks about overcoming that. So not 100%. I haven't read Mary Carr's works, but again, that is the first name that comes to mind when I think of memoirs and I think of writing um, because I've heard that. And again, I have these books on my shelf, have not read them, um, but I've heard that the way that she talks about writing and the way that she relates it to her personal life, that just reminds me of what I read here and on writing. Maybe a future episode, by the way, Mary Carr. <laughs> um, also, Haruki Murakami, last year, uh, very recently, I think October, November is when he usually publishes books, uh, he came out with a memoir called Novelist as a Vocation. Uh, I read a New York Times article about this memoir. I have it, again, I, this is another book, Guilty as Charged. I have it on my shelf. I have not read it, um, and I definitely intend to, this one. Um, it's, I read a New York Times article that was very scathing, I have to say, and I'll link that in the, sh the show notes at relevanceofliterature.com slash notes. Um, but yeah, it was very scathing. It talked about how um, Murakami's approach to writing wasn't what the audience wanted to hear and also maybe wasn't relatable or approachable to young writers. He also didn't talk about sort of his acclaim, his translations, things like that. Um, so again, I can't personally attest to this book, but it strikes me as a similar theme or form because Murakami is one of the bigs, right? He's, he's very prolific. Um, Stephen King is perhaps more prolific in that sense, but you know, he's very prolific. He's very famous. Um, lots of, he writes in Japanese originally, but his works are translated into English. Um, so, you know, it's just like, he's a great writer. He's a very successful, very famous writer. Um, and here he comes to the table and talks about his own experiences and his thoughts about writing, about being a writer in that sense. Um, there's also a book that he wrote several years ago called What I Talk About When I Talk About Running. I believe we, re we reviewed it either on the show or on Patreon. I read it last year around this time. It's an amazing book. It's little and I would highly recommend it. It's very, very interesting. And I think um, the way that he talks about his experiences, for example, he, re he ran an ultra marathon. <laughs> so just, you know, he, he kind of has these like, off-the-wall, crazy, dramatic ways of <laughs> experiencing the world. And I think that was so valuable to me. And he talks a little bit about his experience and his relationship with writing there, especially about how intense it is for him. And I think him and Stephen King have this in common, that it's a very intense pursuit. And when they're working on a novel, that's what they're working on. You know, it's really hard for Murakami in particular to do anything else but exercise vigorously and write his novel <laughs> or he'll do like some translation to like calm down but yeah it's it's a really I'm really looking forward to this one and maybe we can review this one as a show on the show as kind of a corollary to on writing. Stephen Pressfield has a book called The War of Art. This book was uh, so so uh, formative for me in my own writing journey. I read this in 2021, probably two full years ago, maybe in the spring earliest or latest. I read this book several times in 2021. Um, it was a book that, it talks a lot about the philosophy of art 
And one of the main takeaways that I got from it was to sit down every day at the table and to have sort of a way of ritualizing your writing. And I think that has become really important for me in my own journey, as I said, because if I sit down at the table to write, I will write, even if it's just thinking, you know, even if it's just, okay, reviewing some ideas, you know, jotting down plot points or timelines or whatever, you know, I don't really outline, I guess I have that quote unquote in common with Stephen King, <laughs> but you know, it's one of those practices where it's ritualized. You sit down at the table and you open yourself up to being able to write. I think Joshua Fields Milburn, half of the minimalists, or I guess a third of the minimalists now, um, since a new team member joined them, um, he also talks a lot about that practice of just kind of sitting at the table, opening yourself up to that experience every day, um, and, you know, creating, in a sense, that opportunity for yourself to write. Daily Rituals by Mason Curry is the last book I have on my list. Um, this book also was transformative for me, but in a different way. Um, this was very motivating and very inspiring to me. Um, Daily Rituals is a collection of little vignettes about the working lives of famous artists, craftsmen, um, you name it, <laughs> scientists. Um, so, you know, there's Voltaire, there's James Joyce, there's Jane Austen, you know, there's just like a really interesting collection. Albert Einstein is in there. Um, Frank Lloyd Wright is in there. So, you know, there's a lot of uh, sort of push button names where you know that person and you know their work and I think it was highly motivating for me to see that these people also had flaws <laughs> and like you know there's um, a really interesting intellectual exercise to be had in the themes between these different people the three hour rule where people typically work on their craft their trade their art for three hour segments in the day is definitely present in that book um, and then just to see the little oddities of these people, I think I'm just more motivated to write and to work when I know that I'm not the first person or the only person doing it. Um, and that's definitely one, a couple of avenues where Mason Curry's book helped me with my own journey. So in terms of what Stephen King tangibly recommends in his book on writing, um, he talks in the beginning about his childhood, about some of the things he experienced, and how his philosophy behind writers is that writers are born, they're not like forged. Um, so they're born and they're shaped through experiences, but they're always inherently writers. Writing, writing in that sense is an inherent or uh, almost like a central trait to that person. And I, I really liked that perspective. I think not a lot of people are brave enough <laughs> to say that, you know, they're, they're like, everyone can become a writer. Um, but you know, there, there is in Stephen King's mind, at least that certain type of person that's just born and you know, there's, they're a writer. Um, and Stephen King started writing at an extremely young age. He first started by copying, um, some books that he had, I think comic books and, then he started writing his own stories and his mother was very influential and enthusiastic about that um, for him growing up and he ended up you know continuing writing continuing writing getting into quite a bit of trouble with his writing <laughs> at school and such 
um, and sending his short stories eventually off to magazines and magazines, publications and publications. He had eventually a spike on his bedroom wall, he says, where there were rejection slips on it, but it didn't deter him that spike it motivated him and i think that's you know another central trait of writers that he talks about other than kind of being born um not bred is this tendency to be motivated <laughs> to improve no matter what like to not be deterred to not uh fall from you know the skies in that regard he does talk about routine for sure i think one of the most repeated passages of this book is when Stephen King talks about how he writes 2,000 words a day, which is six pages of the book um, or whatever he's working on. And yeah, he basically gets up, does his thing, he writes until he's done with the 2,000 words. And then, you know, he reads and does other things for the rest of the day. Um, the 2,000 words, that's a lot of writing every day. You know, that's a lot. And that means that he finishes 180,000 word novels, if my memory is correct, in three months, um, which again is a lot. Um, it's not 30 times three. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, you know, 90 days times 2,000, 180,000. Yes, three months, 180,000 word novel um, or book. So again, I think, you know, that routine, getting up every day, rain or shine, doesn't matter, you know, whether it's his birthday or Christmas or whatever it is, like, he's going to get up and he's going to sit at the table and he's going to write these 2,000 words. Other writers do this differently. Sometimes they only have an hour in the morning. Um, you know, again, a lot of people who have 9 to 5 jobs are not in a position to only be a writer. They will do other things, they will wake up early, they will go to bed late, um, and they might not have as much time to write, or they might have uh, less or more strict word count for the day, for example. It just depends. Um, what I liked about the Stephen King's approach to writing itself is that he talks a lot about grammar, and I think, like, I'm a linguist, right? So for me, in terms of written language, right, a lot of that is codified and determined by grammar. And I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing. I'm not going to put a value judgment on that because that could be a 15-minute conversation. Um, but that's something that I think is important in the sense that you need to know the rules before you can break them. And that's something that, you know, a lot of... I'll give you an example for... Um, my German, right? If I want to write a literary piece in German, I've got to know some of the stricter, you know, the more non-negotiable maybe <laughs> grammar rules in order to then be cognizant of when and how I break those rules. Um, I think there is that sort of inner knowledge or inner assurance that knowing grammar in the written language gives you um, so I won't say too much more about that, but I do enjoy the way that Stephen King talks about grammar and the importance of grammar. He gives a lot of citations about um, how to learn better grammar. Um, I think, you know, in a lot of countries, grammar is very central to any sort of language curriculum, even first language curriculum. Um, so, for example, in Czech Republic, they are very, very um, 
intentional with the way that they teach grammar in school and you learn a lot of it. <laughs> the Czech language, you know, is a language that lends itself to that kind of grammatical undertaking. Um, but in English schools, I can speak from my experience, I didn't learn a ton of, you know, grammar. This is the stuff, the substantive, this is the gerund. Like, you know, we didn't learn that stuff or at least I didn't retain it, <laughs> you know, so... Um, I think there is that sense of, okay, grammar is important, even if it's not the grammar that you learned in school per se, like it's good to be aware of these rules before you break them. Stephen King also talks about how being well-read, or in German, belesen, is important. I agree with this. I think, you know, he talks about how you will write the way you read. You know, so if you read mysteries, you're going to write mysteries. I love that. I think, you know, that's so true in so many ways, right? So Stephen King loved, like, sci-fi and that kind of, like, thrillers growing up. Um, and he, that's sort of what he writes, you know? So I think there is that, like, connection. Um, and at least, you know, I can speak for myself. I can speak for um, what I've learned about other writers. There is that sense of placing your work within a long continuum of other work and being intertextual and being uh, understanding of how your work contributes, how your work adds on to, how your work interacts with other works in the genre and the literary ovoir in general. And finally, Stephen King talks about values and values in the sense of write because you want to write, not because you have potential to be successful one day. Um, and that's, that's really important. That's another, I think, central trait of a writer that he talks about. Be motivated because of your own internal drive and your almost this need, right, to write. Um, and that's something that I found really important to mention about Stephen King is, yes, he's wildly successful on the one hand, but on the other, he really has this drive in him, this motivation that is separate from the amount of money he makes on books. You know, he was completely surprised, completely shocked when the actual financial numbers came out for Carrie, um, for example. So, you know, it's that kind of inherent quality of not doing something for the wrong reasons, not undertaking the craft of writing, which is an important and heavy task. I think Stephen King um, underscores that really well in this book. Writing is important. Writing is very serious. It's a really, um, again, heavy, important task. So not taking that for granted and not doing it for reasons, just doing it to celebrate it in itself. And we'll talk about some advice that I'm still pondering in terms of uh, what I learned from Stephen King, and that's mostly with regard to editing and what happens after you write the novel. <laughs> and um, Stephen King says to take time away from it. I believe he ballparks four to six weeks, something like this. Um, and he suggests doing something completely different afterwards. So if you write a novel and it's, you know, some sort of sci-fi mix, then write a memoir or write a short story that's a historically based story, you know, so just write something completely different after. Um, and then when you come back to the story, it should look foreign to you, is his advice. And he talks a lot about the um, sort of eliminating 10% 
of what you have. So making sure that all of these stray adverbs and <laughs> craziness um, are toned down in the final product. Um, and that's something I'm still pondering in many ways because I myself am writing a novel. I'm more than halfway done. I'll be done very soon. Um, and you know, it's that, it's one of those things that I've never done before. I don't have experience to lend to Stephen King's advice here. I think off the bat, I'm going to take it and just take a, you know, a six week break or whatever it is from my novel after I finish it. And then, you know, go through the process of looking at it and then opening the door slowly to others to look at it. Um, you know, and I think like in terms of the way that I, of course, look at an approach writing differently is uh, number one, I'm not Stephen King. I'm not like a world famous writer or anything like that. Um, that's important to mention. I am not comparing myself to Stephen King. Um, <laughs> number two, I'm a linguist, you know, I'm not a writer, um, in terms of my full-time job, in terms of my employment status. So <laughs> it's, it's, um, something that I do take very seriously. It's something that I do believe, I believe it's Stephen King when he says it's a craft, when he says it's something heavy and important. Um, and I take it seriously, but I also have to be flexible and graceful with myself when I realize, okay, I have a full-time job in that sense of being a master's student, of uh, undertaking linguistic research projects, you know, and writing is at the moment something that I do on my off time in the morning, you know, so it's one of those balances um, for me and that's something that I did make sure to level when I read this book is to remember okay, I have actually this great, you know, long writing advice. Some of it is going to work for me and some of it I'm going to have to try and figure out. Some of it may not work for me in the end. And of course, I'm not a very experienced writer. This is my second book that I've ever written. Um, and so it's, yeah, again, it's one of those things that time will tell and we'll have to see based on the genre, based on the time frame, um, based on how my career develops, how... Stephen King's advice works in my life. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. This was a tough one for me to do. I, again, don't like reviewing memoirs. It's not my thing. Um, but I thought that, you know, On Writing was an important book for me. I read it last year in 2022, and I just really took a lot out of it. And I still think about some of the tips and the tasks that Stephen King impresses upon the reader. Um, so in that sense, I wanted to bring it to you all <laughs> because, again, it was important. Um, it was a formative book for me, just like The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Um, but at the same time, right, it's, memoirs are really tough to review um, because I don't want to comment on others' life experiences. In any case, I hope you did enjoy this. I did enjoy taking sort of a systematic view through on writing, through some of Stephen King's tips and how I started to apply them or how I might apply them in the future to my own writing. Let me know in the comments at relevanceofliterature.com slash notes what you thought of this episode. If you're a budding writer, what did you think of this advice? Have you read this book? And I'll see you all next week with an episode of Parting the Atlantic.
If you enjoyed the episode and would like to hear more from us, we've done everything from Shakespeare to Dracula. There really is a show and a series for everyone, so I'd recommend checking out our website at relevanceofliterature.com under the ongoing series tab for links to our entire back catalog of episodes, as well as any current goings-on of our show. If you are looking for even more content, we also have a Patreon page at patreon.com slash relevanceofliterature. Thank you so much for your support, and we'll see you next time.